Welcome to Ecom Tips Podcast. Ecom Tips consists of several different shows. First show that we started was just simple blog narrations. It's the computer voice reading out all the blogs that KeyWebCo produces. Our second show is Q&A. It's questions and answers. You just get a question. You can either send that to me on a voice message or I just ask a question and then answer it. It's just a simple question and answer show. We have another show called The Tip Whisperer. I just get on there and I whisper a tip. We do that periodically. The big shows are Facebook live streaming. I do podcasts of my Facebook live streams. And then I multi-stream. We have a helpful tip show. We do helpful tips live on Thursday and Tuesday of every week at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I hope you enjoyed today's show. My name is Roger Kaiserling, your host. Everybody, this is kind of pre-show here. Uh, we're going live just a little bit early, not even that early. Let me do another test here. Had a little bit of chat issues that I was getting sorted before the show, so let's see. Oh yeah. By the way, that big long scroll, I believe seven networks came up. Not all of them appear in the chat. But by the way, all those little symbols, uh, Twitch, I don't even know them all. <laughs> That, but that's all the uh, streaming sites that I go to. Now, this is pre-show. We're going to start actually very soon because I'm actually a little late getting on here. Didn't get a chance to get really ready today. I'm, I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants today. But it's a real easy show. Let me go over here to Facebook. I always do this pre-show. I kind of test everything out. But it's really easier for questions. Uh, I'm expecting a few people to come in and ask a couple questions, and I'll, I'll, I'll address those. But I'm not going to linger on here tonight, because normally when I do my shows, um, I'm sharing an app or, or teaching something, and then we do a question section also. But tonight, I'm leaving it open. I'm not even going to really address any particular topic. I'll jump through a few screens that I did. I did this before. I'll jump through a few screens that show you the background of, and I'll talk about that topic for a moment. And if someone has a question, well, then we'll address that. But if nobody asks a question, then I'll just talk about some various topics. And then at the end of the show, I'm just kind of telling you guys what's up. At the end of the show... Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just mention some live lots that I do. Um, that means if you want to fill a box, we can do that tonight, or we can schedule that at another time. All right, so that is the test. By the way, if you are on Facebook on my personal page, or you are on YouTube or any of the ones that say test those little images, any of those sites. Hey, Becky, uh, if you're on any of those sites, your question will come up on the screen. Now, if you're on Facebook and I happen to be on a screen when I start the show that doesn't have any text visible on the screen, because some of my little background things don't have no text available, uh, and you ask a question at that time, I'm not going to see it. So if you ask a question and you don't see it on the screen, I, 
Hey, Kim. Kim made it in here, too. Uh, if you ask a question you don't see it on the screen during the show and I don't address it, just simply ask it again. I'm not snubbing you, but do realize these shows, there's a significant delay and it's not the same for everybody either. Um, there's a large delay. I am on hotspot tonight, so my quality of the show is not going to be as high as normal. What we talk about will be the same, but the visuals might be a little choppy today. We've already skipped three frames, which is a very bad sign because <laughs> I haven't even started the show. Of course, my pre-show has a lot of stuff going on. I'm lollygagging just a little tiny bit for my uh, moderator to get in. That's perfect finds for you. She just finished with a client not terribly long ago and is on her way to her home. So uh, I'm probably going to go ahead and start uh, just here in a second. But uh, I don't know if she's over there on YouTube yet or not. But it, it really doesn't matter. Like I said, this is an open mic. If you have a question really about anything, just go ahead and ask us. Sorry, I got a phone call. Can't take phone calls while I'm streaming. Uh, if, uh, if, uh, do I head to YouTube or stay on Facebook? I am slow with this. You can stay right where you are. Um, as long as you've subscribed. Hey! Cut it out! The dog's messing around over there. Show hadn't started yet. <laughs> If you have subscribed to my YouTube channel, that's your only obligation to go to YouTube. The more traffic and engagement I get on YouTube, the better. But mostly, I just need subscribers very bad. I have to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube to start getting paid. And we all need to get paid. <laughs> I don't really make a huge issue about getting paid doing my shows and stuff. Because I do them if I get paid or not. But I need to get that thousand levels so I do get paid. Because it would be a lot more than I could do if I did. See, the amount of money that these shows bring in varies on the objective of the person putting on the show. My shows, including my podcasts and everything that I've done, including my blogs, everything I did, I started to do so I wouldn't have to write as many comments on social media or as help as many people by writing the same things over and over and over again. That's why I started blogging. I wrote blogs originally because I could answer several questions in a single blog and just share the link to that. You know what? Kim, you probably were a subscriber. I have two channels. I have a private channel that is my name, Roger Kaiserling, and then I have the Key Webco YouTube channel. The private one doesn't do anything. Uh, I don't even use it, but I've had it forever. But my business one is the one Perfect Finds made it in. All right. Well, we are ready to rock and roll. We are even on time tonight. I think we are. Yeah, we're even on time tonight. So this is going to be a good show. Like I said, I'm going to recap things real quick here. Uh, in this show tonight, if I'm talking about something, don't feel like you have to ask a question about what I'm talking about. Because I'm just going to jump around on a few topics until I get a question. Then whatever that question is, I'll answer it and then move on. Uh, we're not going to stay on a huge amount of time tonight because this is Thursday night. A lot of people have things to do. Um, so let's do that countdown and get this ball rolling. Now, you guys notice I'm still terrible at looking at the camera. You see me always looking over there. I need to look over there. <laughs> Here we go.
righty. Looks like uh, the chat carried over from pre-show, which is kind of awesome. I am always make note of that because the thing that makes my poor moderator work like crazy is I jump around like a crazy person. I might be talking about one thing one minute and talking about something else later. And then she's always running around trying to get those uh, apps and links or whatever I mentioned to kind of back what I'm saying in there. Plus, she has to watch everybody that's in here now. If you're over there on YouTube, uh, Perfect Finds for You is my moderator. She'll take care of you. If I miss a comment or anything, don't freak out. Uh, just do it again. I mentioned that in pre-show. Now, the show tonight is open mic. That means I'm going to start babbling on here in a few minutes on another screen about a topic. At any time during the show tonight, drop a question in. I will address the question and then we'll move on. Now, we're not going to cover a whole lot of different stuff tonight because really I'm just kind of lollygagging around waiting for a question. Now, one thing that I'm going to jump straight to before we even go to my normal chat window that I go to or any of the normal scenes that I do, we're going to go straight to this SEO topic background because today, all day long, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you like the way I babble on. You never know what I'm going to be talking about next, guys. So if you ask a question, you'll have some focus here. But if not, I'll just talk about topics until I'm done. So we're on this SEO background. Now, I'm staying on this SEO background for just a minute. I'm not going to ask my moderator to do this for you, for me tonight. I'm going to do it myself. Uh, I am going to go grab my app links. We need to do this at the beginning of every show. The reason I do this now, everything I talk about in one way or another is in, I'm going to drop this link in Facebook. Uh, it'll be on the screen. Uh, and I don't know, it may even print on YouTube. I need to go look at that. Uh, but that is the link, the straight link, not the bit.ly link or anything like that. That's the straight link to my app page. Now, the reason I share the app page so quickly in an open mic show is the best way to know what topics I'm more than qualified to talk about or have some proficiency or study in is to look at that app page. Because obviously, if I've written an app for everyone to use to make their job easier, oh my gosh, I don't have a fidget spinner. What am I gonna do? <laughs> my employee took all my fidget spinners. Oh no, he didn't. Sorry, I'm okay now. <laughs> I have a habit of using my fidget spinner when on the show, because I've talked about it once, and ever since they've been over here on the table, Every show you'll see me with a fidget spinner, which I don't even sell really. I have lots of them, but uh, I think I do have lots for sale actually. They're not worth anything. Don't sell, buy these to resell. Never do that. If you want to buy them and give them away, make sure you're not in New York because if a kid takes them to school, I think you get in trouble. <laughs> All right, so back on topic. Now, SEO search. Now, why am I babbling on about a fidget spinner when we're supposed to be talking about SEO? Believe it or not, all this crazy babble really falls into place. You would want to do a search on how the SEO would work before you went out and bought a fidget spinner to sell, wouldn't you? Well, a lot of people go, oh, well, that's great. I'll just go to eBay and look and see how many there are. Now, that's a great idea. If you're selling on the eBay platform and you've got an item and you want to know if it's any good, the first place you should look is probably on the platform that you're going to list it on first, if that's where you're listing. 
I'm not recommending that anymore. But most of the people I know are on eBay in one way or another. Even if they have their own websites, they're on eBay. We'll get to that. So what would you do to find out if this fidget spinner was good? Now, of course, we know it's not. But if you wanted, didn't know and you were going to do research, first thing you'd look is on the site you're going to list it on. And that's eBay, probably, for most of the people listening tonight, or Amazon. Sorry about the spammy thing. I get this every show. Sometimes it even closes my show. Hopefully it won't today. All right, so, sorry about that. So, you would want to research this fidget spinner. So, what would you do? Well, you'd look on eBay and you'd say, oh, okay, well, there's 18 gajillion of them. But let's say there's not. Let's say you only see 10 things come up on your search on eBay. Well, that looks like it might be pretty good. But you know what? <laughs> it's not very good. Just because you only see a few things come up in search on eBay, when you're searching just in eBay itself, that doesn't mean there's not a gajillion of them. That's what eBay is showing you as a search result projected as to what you might purchase or buy. Don't base your decisions on your general searches on eBay on how many other people are selling it. Also, don't base your decisions on price, on how many people are pricing it at this price, how many people have it cheaper, how many people have it. Now, the things you should kind of pay attention to, how many people are selling it in lots. Normally, you see a lot of lot sales. You know it was a product that was good that might not be where there's high volumes of because that's how people get rid of them. Or they could be closing their business and selling lots. But essentially, the information that you're getting just by doing a search on eBay is about as useful as this little spinner is. Absolutely no use whatsoever. Sorry to say that to you, because I know 99% of you, including myself, when I sold on eBay, that's the first place you look to see, oh, what's the average price? What was it going to do? How, how many people are selling it? Is it a lot box store? Is it China? Now, you'll see some of that because that came up in your search result. But that has nothing to do with the value or how this fidget spinner is going to come up in search absolutely nothing to do with it because you're not seeing the real numbers or the results of what's gonna come up in search okay we have a question how do you decide what items should be sold in lots and which items to be sold individually that's a very good question so we'll continue on and I'll answer that in just a second so I'm just really getting terrorized by that phone today. <laughs> so, you, you, I've already told you that just searching on eBay is not your answer. Now, searching on Google is going to give you a much better result because you can go page by page by page by page and see everything. Now, again, remember when you search on Google, Google also is showing you the projected products that it believes that you would be interested in. Notice I did not say buy. I did not say buy. That you would be interested in. So you're going to notice in your Google results, there's a plethora of additional things. You go to eBay, all you're going to see are products. You go to Google, you're going to see blogs, microsites, apps, Amazon product reviews, 
eBay product catalog, listings from websites like Truegether, listings from websites like Shopify or my websites, listings from uh, Prairie Grid. They push individual listings. Listings from Bonanza, if you can find them. <laughs> Sorry, Bonanza is a little bit of a dead horse. But notice how I named that off. Now, this is how you would decide if you had 10,000 of these fidget spinners, whether you would sell them individually or lots. You have three major factors to decide what you're selling and how you're selling it. You have three major factors you have to consider on what the product type is. For example, you ask me, how do you decide which items should be sold as individuals and which should be sold as lots? The only reason you would sell products as lots, let's look at that first. The only reason that you would sell products as lots is if the individual price value wasn't high enough to also include what it would be to ship it to the buyer and get a return from the buyer paying shipping both ways. Boom. That should be your minimum breakpoint because that's what that transaction can cost you. So I know for a fact that even if I bought these for a penny a piece, there's no way selling an individual item is going to make me the, let's say, $4 to get it to the buyer and the $4 to get it back the, from the buyer plus the 10% plus the promoted listings. You know what I mean about overhead. That's a good another 20-25%. So I would have to sell this for a minimum of $10 a piece, which would prevent them ever selling or coming up in search because that's too expensive. You can go to Dollar Tree and buy for a dollar. That is way too much of a variation. However, that said, remember, let's say I only paid a penny a piece. Let's say I paid a dollar a piece for them. But let's say I paid a dollar a piece for them and I happen to have 500 of them. Well, that would be a decision to make to sell the item in lots. Because as you know, that I just explained, there's no earthly way the value of this product that you can buy at Dollar Tree for a dollar always compare with what you can buy the item for in the real world. Seriously, guys, if you want to make money and you're dealing with new products, listen to this carefully. So I know this item's worth a dollar. I know that Aunt Mabel has a bad hip. Aunt Mabel isn't going to hobble her butt into Dollar Tree to buy this item. So Aunt Mabel is going to go to the computer and say, well, you know, I know that item is only worth a dollar. And I know that this seller has free returns and tracking and they ship best. You know, that's worth a dollar to me also. And I know that they have to pay for that free shipping. Well, you know, when I go to the store and mail something, it costs me a couple dollars. So let's say that's a couple dollars. They always do not value the shipping at its real rate. Just FYI. But we still have not gotten to the $9 point. So Aunt Mabel is going to send the kid down to Dollar Tree to go get it rather than pay 10 times the value of the item. But if you decided to buy these at a dollar a piece and you put three in a package, let's say you charge $11.99. 
Now look at the individual price. The whole thing only went up $3 in value. You're losing a percentage of what you're making, but you're shipping all three items together and you're going to sell some of them and they will move. You are not going to make any significant profit on a lot listing unless it happens to be a lot of something of high value. Again, remember what I said. The only reason that you would sell lots is if you can't make what it costs for the item, what it costs to ship it to the buyer and to pay to have it shipped back. I'm not talking about profits or anything. You don't look at profit. You look at overhead costs. Make sure that your overhead cost is less than the money that you bring in. That's how you determine profit margins, guys. Because if you actually look at it realistically, you're going to find out you don't really make profit on anything. Seriously. If you start scratching those numbers, you're going to scream. So that is an answer to your question in one scenario. This product no longer has a value high enough to sell it individually and pay for shipping in both directions. Not talking about profit. You don't always pay for both directions. Your profit margin is your shipping cost. It's a good estimation of its value too. Plus, you can't always do that. For example, this thing. This thing is very, very heavy. And I had it for sale for so many years, I can't even remember. I sold like six of them. These are USA, you know what that is, right? Round drip glaze. Not even crackled. Very good one. <laughs> well, now, how am I going to, let's say I have 20 of those. Would I want to sell a lot of ceramic, extremely heavy brown drip glaze pitchers? Think about it for a moment. Remember what I said, the value of the item, shipping it both directions. If not, you would do it as a lot, but there are other considerations. Remember the shipping cost. The shipping cost value on a lot of those, a big box, would be in $100 level or more. The shipping cost for a single one, if you add them up and divided it amongst the whole lot, yes, the shipping cost would be considerably higher over time, but you would be turning a profit margin on each of those individual products a higher profit margin than you would if you ship them all together, even though the shipping cost goes down in a roundabout way. See, there's a point where your shipping cost changes from going down from adding things in the box to going up as soon as you exceed the cubic shipping size. So that is the other thing to consider. If I have a lot of fidget spinners, I can stick 20 or 30 of these suckers in a padded envelope five bucks to ship them that is a good lot item because if the items don't cost me anything or very little you'd want to give them 10 or 20 for 20 bucks what they would pay or a little bit more than what they would pay to go to the retail store and buy it and you'd sell a lot of them because remember aunt mabel can't walk to the store and buy those so she's going to look for a value in what she's shopping for and so is the computer that's why we're still on this search uh, thing another thing this is the last concern remember i told you this is three parts the other thing to consider let's go back to this platform selling 
Remember guys, I'm always talking big selling like Google websites. I used to only talk platform. So I, I will jump back and forth between the two because you need to do them all together now. So let's go back to platform selling. The last reason that you would want to do lots is, boy, this is hard to explain. Okay, I'll use these horrible fidget spinners again. When you, I'm looking off to the <laughs> this side, okay, this is hard. Okay, you go to eBay and you look up the fidget spinners. Like I told you, it doesn't really matter, but everyone does anyway. So you've done that. You see, all of a sudden, you see, oh my gosh, look at how many there are. And look, China, 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 individual seller with lots. Now, remember, we covered the reason they're doing lots because they can't sell them individually and make any money unless you have to be in China or eBay or Amazon. Okay, so, uh, or a big box store. Remember, they get different rates even than we do. Uh, but I want to go into that. So the last reason is, remember that search, but a whole bunch of stuff came up. Now let's say it's fidget spinners, but there's no China at the top. This is a fictional scenario. So you're competing with other box stores and sellers. That's what most of you guys are doing anyway. <coughs> this is another reason to come up in lots. Look at how many other people are selling in lots. Now, if there's a lot of people, you may want to really consider if you want to get that product or not. But even still, let's say there's not very many people selling that product in lots. Well, guess what? You need to get your butt in there and sell that thing in lots. Because if anybody, any single buyer happens to type the word in bunch, which you would use in your first sentences, lot, group, you wouldn't use the word plethora, but you're getting the idea of what I'm saying. Any keyword of, let's say, fidgets, I need a lot of fidget spinners. They tell their phone, they type in, I need to buy a lot. I need to buy 10. Make sure the numbers are in there too. I need to buy 20 fidget spinners. Anybody that has in their keyword areas a primary keyword that says lots or 10 or 20, is definitely going to have a much higher probability of actually showing up and getting the click through. So the other consideration is if nobody else is selling lots, it's a darn good idea to do it because there's always that one very wealthy oddball person that does not have time to go buy the inexpensive not expensive. These are only $12 a package brand new at the store. But they need 20 of these and they just don't have time to go get them. But they're going to look for the lowest cost lot of 20 Christmas ornaments they can find. And that is the search words that they're going to use. So if everyone else is just selling those as an individual box, by the way, the price on that was 12 I paid $3 after season. I can mail it for under 10 because it goes cubic and it's like nine something. So I've got $13 in it, technically. Plus, if I was on eBay, you'd have to add those percentages. So what would I sell that for? 15, 20 bucks, whatever I can get actually, but 15 or 20 bucks would be my target range. But let's say I have a hundred of them because I actually do. Now, 
do I want to sit around and wait for $2, $2, $2, and that is without the paying for them to be shipped to the buyer and returned from the buyer. Okay, that's dipping into that percentage that I told you you needed to do. So, technically, that is a fantastic item to lot. Sell as lots. Because not too many people do. Also, if anyone does need that large of a volume, they're going to expect a rather discounted price, but they're not going to be expecting the price discounted in ratio to if they were to buy them individually beyond a certain percent. Now, I know that's a long-winded way because I don't want to be misunderstood, but I'll probably be misunderstood by the way I explain that. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is the buyer is expecting to get the items considerably cheaper because they're buying a whole bunch of them. But the ratio, and depending on the size of the lot that you're making, is actually better for you often in the larger size lots. I know, that's a little tricky. When you go to bulk and you buy uh, one of their lot boxes, if you notice, the larger the lot box gets, the lower the price of the individual item because the way they ship the larger the box, the cheaper in a roundabout way it is for them to actually ship it, but you guys actually pay for that shipping. Okay. So you have to think about how it's sent to you or how you're going to send it out. Let me give you another example. If you go to now the VA or moderator, sorry, I just got through talking to Ed a few minutes ago. The moderator can add this link and I'm going to just call it out for you guys. It's a Bentley link. You can just type the same thing. You don't have to go grab the real one. It's B-I-T period L-Y slash capital D, capital D, capital L, capital S, H-O-P. I wanted to make sure I said it right. I said it wrong in the car earlier today. So that's D-D-L-S, all capital H-O-P in front of a bit.ly link. It stands for Dragon Deals Live Lots or Shop. So... The reason for that, those lots, is the fourth reason, which I said there were only three, but there's really four. The fourth reason you would sell lots is, hey, Lori, the fourth reason you would sell lots is complete liquidation. In other words, I closed my eBay. I have a website or that bit.ly link that leads to a web, two different websites where I have lots for sale, okay? That is the last reason why you would sell lots. You just don't want to sit around and wait 15 years for the fidget spinners to sell one at a time. You're getting out of business or your overhead is too high or Amazon is raising the price. By the way, that's October 15th, I think. Amazon is raising the price from 39 cents a uh, uh, cubic foot to $2.40 a cubic foot to store your stuff there. Well, then you would want to be changing those individual listings into lot listings, lowering that price and getting that crap out of there because otherwise all of your profits will be eaten by the extra charges. Okay, let me read this out loud. So I calculate price for an item and your 
describing and selling price comes out much more than what the other sellers are selling the same item for then how do you sell the item to make a profit lot or individual well that's the thing you have to come to a gamble decision you asked me what would be the the things to consider to do lots well I gave you the actual things to consider, but everyone breaks the rules. For example, I just explained, there's no way selling those Christmas ornaments, like I was talking about the $12 box, $12 a box that I'd be selling for 15 an item. Well, it's $9 each way. I would have to sell it for 20 plus the $3 I have in it plus the other $2.50 or $3 that eBay is going to charge, plus another few percentage for PayPal, then if I did promoted listing, you're talking $30 a set. Go look these up on eBay without the price written on them, and you will find this exact same thing, 52 count sets for $30 and $35 a set. Because those people are selling them individually okay you'll find those and you'll find a lot of them then you're gonna find a whole bunch of people that have them way cheaper but they only have one or two or three those people come and go okay so you have to know your product and the market that you're putting it in before you have it you cannot make a product that does not fit its market make you a profit if you can't sell it in that market I just explained, remember, we've got fidget spinners here. These are absolute crap. You cannot make a dime. They are tied up from China. You, you can buy them yourself for 20 cents a piece and have them branded and mailed to you to sell. I know because that's what my friend did. Now I've got cases of them. <laughs> so these are worthless. There's no way you can sell lots of these and make real money. You may recover your costs and squeeze out a tiny profit in volume. Yeah, you should go to keywebco.com. <laughs> but let me tell you, uh, this is how that works. Keywebco.com is automatically fulfilled all within the United States. You will get your item. They say three to five days. I say seven. I always add time. I'd much rather have you wait, not be waiting for something and to be late. I'd rather come early. So if you go to qwebco.com, I have some real good stuff in there. Uh, it's all high grade. You need to check out my costumes. I have got, I'm adding 11,000 listings of costumes. Uh, that's going to be probably one of my largest departments. The other one that's getting kind of nice lately, my fashion is really good. I've got some really high end stuff. Um, Jewelry is pretty good. Price points are all right on my jewelry. Um, pay attention to the descriptions. Pay attention to the descriptions. Um, I'm just giving you words of advice. If you're going to go to KeyWebCo and shop, I want you to get a good deal. Um, if you need any drones or RC, I got top drawer in there uh, for kids. Uh, what else would be good that I just really mostly it's still primary products I don't have a lot of freaky deaky stuff which I will be getting uh, like the really unusual stuff I'm adding I'll have 60,000 listings in there yeah have a shopping spree by the way if you're if you do go in there and buy a bunch of stuff make sure that you take advantage of those little pop-up things you will automatically get discounts 
when you're checking out in my cart. I have it all automatic for you. But I have this little thing on the side that nobody uses ever. I think I've had two people use it ever. And I just have never bothered to delete it. But you know what? If you use it right now, there's some decent percentiles you can get off <laughs> in some of the little apps. It's called Visit and Win. If you're on the phone, it's a little circle down at the bottom of the page. If you're on the computer, it might be a little black box, a little tiny thing on the right side. You might want to look at that. I'm not saying you have to do that, but you might want to look at that and hit all of those little different things. There's a lot of freebie stuff you can get. Some of the links may not work. I haven't edited it in a while, but there are some extra percentiles you can get off there. So if you do go in there and go shopping, especially if you're going to spend a bunch of money, you might want to check over there. Maybe you can get an extra few percentage off. If your bill gets high, send me a message. I'll go through and look what I'm actually paying. By the way, people I know I do this for. I will go look at what I'm actually paying for the item, what it's actually the shipping and everything costs. And if there is enough margin, I will give you a little, here, here's $10 off next time you go shopping or something like that. I do that for people that know me. If you ever shop at keywebco.com and you know me, after I'm not telling you not to buy. Go ahead and buy whatever you want. But at, if you're buying multiple items, trust and believe, I will go through and I'll figure out what my profit margin is. If you don't, if the sale did not come from one of my affiliates, chances are I'm going to give you some sort of extra discount that'll save you 10% either. I might even just refund it if it's a real expensive item. Or I might say, oh, here's $10 off next time you go shopping. Just enter this code and it's worth 10 bucks. That's just an FYI. <laughs> uh, you know, this isn't the kind of thing that you write on the top of your page because then every Tom, Dick, and Harry that goes shopping at your store is only going to pay just a little bit above what, you, what you're charging. But if you're someone watching one of my shows, that means you're listening to me. You're taking your time and spending it with me. So I'm going to take and show you my appreciation. So make sure that you do take advantage of any little discount you might have. And even if you don't get too much off, there's very little margin on these things for me. Even if you don't get too much off when you're shopping, like at the time, I will go back through there and try to see if I can give you something else. While you're there though, at keywebco.com, check that menu out. That's where all these free apps and all this other goodie stuff. You might want to uh, save my recipes for you app. That's pretty cool. Or you can just use the app page and it's in there. All right, so I think I've covered, and did I answer all those questions? Uh, I can't scroll up. Sell and make a profit. Okay. I sort of answered that question uh, uh, that I can only read half of because it's disappearing from the screen. I sort of answered that by saying, well, you know what? If the market doesn't have the margins, you're not going to turn a profit. See, that's the problem. Let's get out of this. We've been looking at that for too long. Let's go over here. Just a regular chat window. That's the problem when you already have a product and you're trying to find a place to sell it in a marketplace you're limited by the search results of that marketplace and the other people selling in there if you have your own website or even just a single funnel page and you have one product in there and you're marketing that product individually on social media sharing it around making videos I cannot say that you're going to be more successful, but I can say the people that are viewing your item are not shopping for it. They saw it, were interested, and they looked at it, and they happened to buy it. So if that's the kind of market, impulse market, that you're reaching for, 
ignore the platforms altogether. Just make a microsite or a website that you can sell the item without any overhead cost. All right, so you know what? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that overhead cost. Now, if you are selling on eBay, you are going to have a cash flow problem. If you are selling on Amazon, you are going to have a cash flow problem. If you are selling on your own websites, guess what? You're going to have a cash flow problem. All e-commerce businesses are dictated to by the search engine results from the hard work that they put into their listings and whatever the platforms decide to throw at them. Plus, that's the easy part. The hard part that most of us don't spend much time to consider is the buyer demand and fluctuation in the markets there. You know, you start seeing the banks lock the doors an hour early, people stop spending money. So you're affected on e-commerce with a cash flow problem at every single opportunity. In other words, there is very little ways to control the cash flow flowing in and out of your business. Out, you can kind of control it in. You can do your darndest. You can work very hard. I'll give you a perfect example. Two years ago at this time, I would not be doing a show because I would be busy packaging my 100 to 150 sales a day with a full-time employee doing most of them. But both of us working plus listing 50 to 100 items a day to make up for what was selling out, plus shopping every day to buy inventory that I had to buy locally, plus ordering products every day, plus dealing with customer dramas and eBay's drama. There's no time for anything because of huge volume. Because there was no time for anything, my business became saturated with sales, which is a very nice thing to complain about. But just, it took me nine years to build to that point. No, it took me four years to build to that point. It took me another two years to build to the 150 a day average, another two years, and then boom, guess what? One day I'm going into the post office. If Kim's still in here, she probably saw this video. I have, oh, this is a good question. I have never bought anything online. What is the advantage of it? You know, that's a very, very good question because I used to ask myself all the time because to be honest with you guys, I don't buy hardly anything online either. I buy computer equipment and stuff like that for my office and shipping supplies. But you know what? If I'm going to go buy something, I'm going to go get it wholesale. So to ask me what the advantage of purchasing online is, I sell online. Okay, but products are not my primary thing. My primary thing is selling websites, getting paid uh, for sponsorships and podcasts. That's it. That's my primary thing. I might have millions of dollars, and I mean tens of millions of dollars of products visible at keywebco.com, but you know what? Those don't really matter to me. Those are what draw people into the store to use my apps, to watch my podcasts, to listen to my shows, to eventually get me a thousand subscribers on YouTube so I get paid there, and to buy my websites, Time, primary target, buy my websites. I make websites for people, really nice ones, okay? so. My money comes from websites, uh, 
I do do a little writing and things like that and little projects like that for money. So I do do a little bit of that, but mostly it's all websites that I make my money on and my podcast. That's Ecom Tips Podcast. You should listen to the ads. I got three in each one. <laughs> While I have three in each one, you just sit there, turn the volume down during the ads. You'll hear this little chime that will be a little bit louder. I put that in on purpose. You'll hear two chimes. Once you hear the second chime, kind of slowly turn the volume up and then the show starts. But do listen to those ads because that's what makes me get paid. So what is the advantage to buying a product online? There are several actually. For me, I go and I go do the legwork and I go buy wholesale. So if I'm going to go shopping, I don't generally. But you do notice, I even though I say I don't buy online, I did name off that I buy shipping supplies. You know what? I've often bought stickers and things like that just because while I was buying shipping supplies, I saw some that were very nice. You know, I can go locally and get the same thing that everyone else has. So yeah, you have a wider variety of choice and selection online by astronomical numbers. There are billions of products to choose from online. There's only a handful in each store you go to. And if you're in the United States or any other country for that matter, you're only getting the products that are funneled to those businesses that you're able to see. But when you go online, you have the entire planet that you can buy from. Also, another advantage to buying online is you can buy things that aren't from Walmart and Kmart and Supermart or whatever. It's You can buy unique and individual products. Another advantage, you can be Aunt Mabel with a broken hip and can't get out in the weather and the items are delivered to your door in lightning time. Uh, I could just go on and on. There's tons of advantages to buying online. The biggest one, convenience. Convenience, choice and convenience. Buyers will always take the easiest way out to do anything that they are going to do choice convenience and demand for things that aren't available locally i would say those are the three primary reasons to buy online there are some situations where you can buy lots online you can buy things discounted discontinued and you can even get them cheaper than you can if you were sourcing to sell them online but those things are generally things that have been flooded and they are leaving the market anyway uh, but there, there are lots of advantages to buying online. You also, your products are secured much more than they are at a retail store. How many buyers, how many retail stores do you know that you can go get an item, use it for 30 days, have no receipt, have no packaging, and, well, technically you're supposed to be able to take money off, then you just leave them negative and you end up getting your money back anyway. So... How many retail businesses can you return things months or file a case on PayPal months and months and months after you have bought the item and get your money? Well, nowhere, no retail place. Uh, but online, you can do that. Now, I'm not telling you that's a good advantage to buying online, especially if you happen to be the one selling the items. But that is also an advantage to buying online, the high level of guarantee. There is one more advantage to buy online that I failed to mention that I really don't wish to. Again, that goes along with the returns and getting your money back. Um, the other advantage to buy online is you are guaranteed to get exactly what makes you happy and what you want, or you'll get your money back. 
your motivation for doing that is up to you. That's as vaguely as I can put that a bunch of people can go online to steal. <laughs> I'm not telling you that that is a good motivation, but the question is, what is the advantage of buying online? And that is an advantage that some people take. Not that that's a good advantage, but that does answer your question. All right, so guess what? We're going to talk about this for a moment. This is the Recipes For You app. Now, it's going to go a little bit slow because this is actually a whole show about recipes for you that runs for like 10 minutes. We're not going to sit here 10 minutes. However, what we are going to do, I hope there's no background noise. Just a moment. I'm going to take off that background noise just in case there was any on there <laughs> but what we are going to do is just kind of sit here for a few moments and let this kind of play through and you can see the different things that are available in the recipe for you app this is tips just for you that is linda's group have you heard of recipes for you on facebook pretty awesome group uh this is just in this app now that app page did you see the link for uh it's not visible on the screen now but the app page that I shared at the very beginning of the show, all of the apps I create are on that one page. So even though I might show you a few different apps, guys, the only place that you really have to go is to that link way up at the top, or if you probably you'll see it in comments on Facebook, or if you're on YouTube, you can just rewind, or you can rewind on Facebook actually too, and rewatch the video. But the, the app page has all these apps. My Honey's Place is another one of Linda's uh, sites. The reason I'm mentioning her two sites, she is a pro. She's been doing this a long time. She does WordPress sites for people. If you need one, let her know. But her, her recipes, you just are not going to find that many of quality recipes all in one resource. And both of her sites are in there. One of them is new, but it's already filled up. And the other one is uh, been around forever. I mean, forever. And you can find anything you're looking for. As a matter of fact, that's who actually taught me how to blog and do recipes. Well, not blog. That's the one who taught me how to do recipe blogs. And uh, uh, more do-it-yourself, uh, more life blogging uh, for advertising money. All my blogging in the past was just so I didn't have to answer questions. And I just write all the answers. Oh, you need to know about that? Here's the link. <laughs> Saved me hundreds of hours on Facebook. So that's why I started. By the way, there's a recipe card maker in that little app. It's kind of cute. It's got some little themed ones. And there, again, I was just waiting long enough for you to get to see keywebco.com. That's where I'm selling my stuff. And that's where all my links are and sites are. That's where I need you guys to go. All right. So we sat here on that Recipes for You app again for a moment. All right. I'm trying to decide, since I don't have a question, trying to decide what I'm going to talk about. This will be the last topic if I don't get a question. Uh, well, even if I do get a question. This will be the last topic. Uh, I don't want to make it too difficult for anyone because I have been rattling on here for a while. Mm. Let me pick something simple. I don't want to do that. Let's do... Let's do this. We're going to talk about growing your business, growing your business. Now, you may ask, why are we talking about growing your business? Isn't that what you talk about all the time? Well, yes, but you know what? 
growth of a business requires specific and thought out planning and consideration. To do that, you need a business plan. To grow your business in any way, shape, or form, you must have a business plan. If you do not have a business plan, you do not know what direction you are going in. You have no idea how you're going to get from A to Z and do a little shopping. To quote AppFab, that's a show in Britain. Absolutely fabulous. So how are you going to get from A to Z and do a little shopping if you don't have a plan to pay for it? You know, when you go to work, if you don't work on any commerce, if you're working a regular job, when you go into work every day, you know that when you sit in front of your computer or you dig that ditch or you do whatever it is you're doing, that you're going to get a certain amount of resources for the certain amount of time that you are there. You don't have to worry about growing your business. You have to do high performance to get more for the time that you are there. You have to increase your performance, but the parameters of your job are all laid out for you. Okay. When you are an entrepreneur and you want to grow your business, there are no parameters. There's no income. There's no time scale. There's nobody paying you except for what you drum up yourself. And to do that, you need a very sophisticated business plan and it needs to be written in pencil and it needs to have alternative solutions built in. This would be my last topic for the day because this is a little tricky when I talk about this. Let's get up here to a chat window. Right, we just go to this one. All right, so, well, wait, did I already do that one? Let's I did that one already too. Do I do this one? Now that's going to give you a headache. The question and answers. We'll just go to this chat window. That little flashy light will get on your nerves. <laughs> All right. So here we are. Now I, I said what I was going to talk about here for the last topic is growing your business and having a business plan that is adaptable. By the way, I have an app for business plans. This is the most important decision that I made, and I made it actually late. I should have made it 11 years ago, but I made it eight and a half years ago. I'd already been selling for two years, first on Amazon and then on eBay before I actually sat down and said it was worth to do a business plan. From the time I did my business plan on, my business did nothing but boom. But remember what I told you guys just a few minutes ago? I was selling 150 items a day. The search engine, the parameter changed on eBay. I'm competing with China back with those old items I used to sell. I'm never going to show now, ever. So 150 sales a day, 10 or 20 sales a day. And I'm not kidding you. That is the change. If Kim is still in here, she'll verify. She saw me screaming and hollering on Facebook years ago because that's when it started. Now, my business plan, the topic of this business plan, my business plan had ditch eBay. I even put it as a addendum to my business plan when I wrote it at the very beginning when I'd already been on eBay for a while. That was the mistake. I should have made my business plan before I went on eBay, but I did. But it was all right. I did great for nine years. So uh, my my 
backup plan, my backup business plan was always written ditch eBay because I knew when I was on Amazon and I ditched Amazon, I ditched Amazon to go on eBay because I can have, yeah, I knew Kim would remember that. I can have much more or back then I could have much more on eBay back then I used to be able to put my cute little video gift images and graphics like you're seeing on my website especially if you look at my app page but I used to be able to put that in the description of my listing it was heavy HTML but you know what that heavy HTML probably resulted in about 45% of my business when I started they took that away didn't affect my business because I'd already grown past that in size but here, I knew, I knew, because I was on Amazon first. Amazon didn't have that available, but eBay did. And when I found that I could have a store and I could actually say, oh, by the way, the person you're buying from is here in the Midwest. You're not getting that from China. Well, I went, <laughs> Zoom. I got people items that they're used to waiting 30, 30 days for in three to five days, guys. Heck yeah, I shipped Amazon speed from when I started on eBay. Never did first class. I mean, it was priority or I didn't even sell it. Now that business model really worked. But think about that. That changed. See, I'm talking years ago. When I was doing that, everybody wasn't even putting tracking on their packages hardly at all. <laughs> I mean, they were, but you, you know what I'm saying. It was, it was just totally a different environment. As the environment changed and I kept abreast of all the news, my business plan began to change and morph and morph and morph. But I always had the ditch eBay plan. And in my ditch eBay plan, I had scheduled opening a Shopify store and learning what software would allow me to change my inventory from any place to any place. That's when I discovered Nimble originally back before it could do a fraction of what it does now. But it did the basics I needed. It got it from eBay to Shopify without me doing anything, except pushing buttons either way. And it was cheap. It was free. See, if you made your listing on Nimble, and I think even still today, it's like 10 bucks or something. If you make your listing on Nimble, you can send it anywhere you want and take it down anywhere you want and it costs absolutely very little or no money. I don't know which. It's very little or no money. It doesn't give you true inventory control, which means, now this is for the freebie version, which means that if I have made a listing in Nimble and it's in eBay and Shopify, if it sells on eBay or it sells on Shopify, I have to go push a button on the app to take it down from the one it didn't sell from. So if I had one fidget spinner in eBay and Shopify and it sold on eBay, as soon as it sells on eBay, I push a button, it takes it down from every place that is listed. That's the freebie version that I had years ago. That's how I did 7,914 products, I think was my, my number, uh, from eBay that I moved to Shopify. And then from Shopify, I was able to move it everywhere else. Okay. Where can someone find more specifics on how to write a business plan? You go to my app, which may still be in my memory. Let's see. Let me try to paste that again. Yes, it sure is. You go to my app page that I just gave you there and everything you could ever need to know about business plans and everything else is in the business plan app or grow your business or one of the many apps. Oops, Siri came up. 
or one of the many apps I have in there. All right, so uh, I think we've done with that chat window. I think I've explained pretty much what I mean about the Ditch eBay plan. The Ditch eBay plan was to open a Shopify site, learn how to move my inventory before I even had a need to do that. Now, if I hadn't done that years ago and learned all of these skills about using sites and building websites, if I hadn't learned that because it was in my Ditch eBay plan, in my business plan, all those years ago, if I hadn't been learning that all these years, when eBay's search engine changed, and I went from 150 sales a day to nada, and Kim's still here, I'm sure she'll agree again, because I went off, guys. You should, I should find that Facebook video. I was freaking out, pale as a ghost, because I didn't know what happened. I knew that there were changes. I had prepared for them. I added everything that you were supposed to add, the UPCs, the, all the stuff that everyone's still adding now. I added that ages ago. I was set for Google search and I still come up in Google search. I still have items that have ended that go to 404 links, like Pinterest things coming up at the top of Google search. And those things have been dead for months and months and months. And they still come up at the top. I've been killing them right and left. Why? Because they were designed to do that. And that was the last little thing that I'm going to give you today. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Make a business plan and whatever you're doing right now that you're very successful in, realize one thing. Here today, gone tomorrow. I did nine years, made mega money. I have a million dollars of inventory that I am selling off in lots or ready to burn it up in a fire because I need the space for another business. Now, how did I pay for all that? That all got paid for by eBay reinvesting into itself over and over and over for nine years. I went from no listings, no money whatsoever. I had just, you know, I'd been murdered. I'd lost everything. You know, that's the little scar my neck and stuff. And I had, I was on disability, couldn't work. Uh, have post-traumatic stress disorder, can't be in large crowds. So what do I do? I was like, oh, well, I kept taking jobs and getting in trouble. <laughs> My doctors would find out and show up and make me feed. I, I was, I'm a little monster, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so I would break the rules. I was like, I cannot stand not working. So I'd take some big corporate job. <laughs> I delayed turning in my insurance papers for as long as I could till I got busted over and over and over again. Well, finally, they wouldn't let me do that anymore. So what was I going to do? I went on Amazon and sold off some nice stuff that I still had. And then I found a, a friend that had a Barbie store that was closing. So bought all that and sold that on Amazon. Then I got ticked off at Amazon because I knew that that was a dead end and they pissed me off. So I said, oh, eBay's got this place where I can make a store. I can be my business and market it. And while that lasted on eBay, it was fantastic. Now that's all over. It's just like the other monsters. So what did I do? I knew that the only place that I could be my own business was in my own websites. And I also knew that not everybody was going to want to invest the the enormous amount of time and effort it is to learn how to do all the advanced stuff that you need to do if you want to even have a chance of being successful. So I figured out how to be a platform seller, but take advantage of all of the website tricks. And guess what? 
to find that out, you're going to have to come to my next show on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Or you can join the Helpful Tips group. Helpful Tips group is an awesome group. It is 100% totally free. However, if you want to really get top drawer, in other words, get into the private chat of Helpful Tips, it's super duper cheap. What you do is you go to that podcast. Remember that thing that I beg everyone to listen to because that's what pays the bills? That's that Ecom Tips podcast. Subscribe at $5 a month or more and you will get into the Helpful Tips chat. You just send us a message. Send me a message and say, hey, I subscribe to your podcast. I'll check. Bam. We'll put you in that Helpful Tips chat. Then you'll get my one-on-one attention. I will do face. You get you get to join my affiliate program where you get links and you can share around, make money. You, I mean, you just, you get all kinds of opportunities. By the way, anyone can join my affiliate program, but I, if you are in my private chat, subscribing to my channels, I make you a website to become an affiliate seller and I don't charge you for that either. The other place that you can go is you can go to my Patreon page. Now you can find that at helpful tips. I'll read it all out to you. Helpful tips dot mystrikingly.com. I know it's a long address and don't put an S that's HTTP colon slash slash helpful tips dot mystrikingly.com. Now, if more of you guys would subscribe to my Patreon and my helpful, my, and listen to my income tips podcast, it would have a very short ULR because I can afford the domain for it. But I'll tell you a little trick. You can save yourself buckets of money. If you are, this is my last tip, if you are blogging on WordPress and you're not using Google AdSense, in other words, you're not approved for Google AdSense, well, you don't need to be on WordPress then. You need to contact me and I will show you how to make a free strikingly site for yourself, but I'll give you a word of advice. If you're used to using WordPress, you're going to need to upscale at $200 a year. That's what it would cost you. Uh, and that's not me. That's upscaling the site that you make. If you want me to create you a website that's $225 for the basic site, then it's another $225 if I do embeds and all that. And then you have to pay the $200 to strikingly. So if I do you a site that's pro version, you're going to pay out the butt. But I'm telling you, you don't need me to do it. All you need me to do is pay me the $225. Let me make you a basic site. And part of that is we do a Zoom. And when we do the Zoom, I show you all the pro features. And they are so easy to use after I've done all the hard work. You basically just push a few buttons and boom, you're running pro. The hardest thing you would have to learn how to do is some embed stuff. And I am more than happy to teach you that for free. So I'm telling you guys, don't pay me to make you a big fancy advanced site. Pay me the lower amount to make you a good solid site where I do your graphics, I do all of your fancy stuff, I do your keywords and SEO and all that junk, the stuff that everyone hates. I've been doing this for years, I do it in minutes. So pay me to do that for you and then I will teach you how to upgrade to the pro version all by yourself. It'll save you $225 guys and it's easy. If I'm telling you it's easy, it's easy. Yeah, I can teach you how to do free websites right and left. You know, strikingly is the bomb, guys. You don't have to have anything in a website at all, except maybe one product for sale. And I'm going to tell you flat out, if you pick the right product and you market a single product, single page website, we're talking a header, 
maybe a little video intro, a couple little blogs and cute little pictures, maybe a PDF with some really neat stuff in it or some video graphics that are really cool. And then a link to an item for sale that all of that funnels down to. It's called a funnel site or funnel page. They have all kinds of names, but you can do those 100% for free on Strikingly. And I can teach you that in a matter of minutes. I'm not talking about me making you the $225 site. I'm talking about the little tiny basic funnel sites. You don't need any bells and whistles with that. You just are making a site that is just keywords to come up in Google. You can do that also for free at adsy.me. That is a microsite. Now that's not near as good as doing a website that is a small website, but it's very easy. You can do them on your phone in a matter of seconds. You just rub your finger across it and put the link in. And if they touch it, that's where it goes. It's that simple. And that is 100% free. That is ADSY.me. Why would you do that? You take this little fidget spinner that nobody's going to see on eBay. You take one of every color that you've got, you make a nice little collage lot, and then you sell them individually. And you put those links, even if it's going back to your eBay store, it doesn't matter where the links are, or you put a PayPal buy it button. You put it in that little microsite, then do a Google search and see where that eBay listing comes up and compare it to a microsite or a blog. You want to find out more about that? Check in on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. I'm really trying to get butts in the seat on Tuesday. Can you tell? All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to me rattle on and on and on today. Now, we're going to take one little second, one little second, and pop over here to... I'm not even going to do an intro. We're just going to pop over here to the Dragon Dales Live Shop for just a moment. I did put a link in there, and that link is right there on the screen. That is that Bitly link, DDLS all in capital H-O-P in small letters. Go to the Dragon Deals Live Shop. Now, I did add a few lots. If you saw in there last week, there was hardly anything. There's still hardly anything. We have a million dollars worth of products to photograph in lot boxes and put in that app if we're not filling them live in the show. So, I did add some more Christmas lots. I did add some more uh, RC cars, just a couple. So, go check that out. I had to give my little Dragon Deals Live lots of little plug at the end of the show now this is what was this is what was my ebay inventory all being sold off because i don't keep inventory here now my new store has 60 times the size and 60 times less headache yes that's the next time so definitely pop in all right guys well guess what guess what i think if i can find it I think we're going to go to the last chat window. By the way, in this last chat window, you are more than welcome to fill out in any of my show. If you're in here and you have a business, as long as you're not putting an individual item for sale, but you're putting your whole eBay store or you're putting your Facebook page or your YouTube channel, I don't care where you are. I don't care when you see this. You are more than welcome to spam my page. It says, add your business link in chat. Why do I do that? two reasons. First off, I'm lazy. I don't want to have to click on your face and find out who the hell you are and not be able to find your store. Happens a lot on Facebook. 
So I'd much rather you just stick the link to your store in there. I'll go look at it. And guess what? If you do, I'm going to share it around in my network. And I hope you do the same. All righty, guys. Well, that's it for tonight. I hope you enjoyed being in here with me. A special thank you out there to Perfect Finds for you. She did a great job taking care of everybody today. And now it is the final credits. Yeah.